0: The boss. The boss. Everybody, watch out. Worry. You worry when you're at work and the boss is coming through. And when the boss is there, you're like, oh no, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. And the boss may be back in WWE. We have a big possible return on this week's episode of WWE Smackdown. We're getting into all of this and much, much more. You better share the link so you don't stink. Thumbs up like Jim Duggan. Ho oh, Sports Kid Wrestling is live, baby. <laughs> watch out watch out watch out watch out everybody what's up i am kev Kelm. jeremy bennett with me in nebraska if he asks you how you doing jb how are i you doing?
1: uh happy friday thank god it's friday here we are we made it through a week uh, and uh,
0: uh, i got the note the bearded black t-shirt wrestling club is, is assembled yet again Uh, A lot to get into. If you're with us for the first time, go ahead and hit that like button wherever you are. It simply helps the stream. And if you haven't done already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I know a lot of people watch us on on Facebook. We have a lot of YouTube exclusives, plus all the top story streams every single week. Vince Russo every Monday Night Raw. Dutch Mantel will be with us live after tonight's expected-to-be-very-eventful SmackDown. All right? We have big AEW news to cover today as well. A whole lot of things to get into. But let's talk about it right here. You saw that opening graphic. Maybe you can peek your eyes a little bit closer and see what's going on here. People losing their minds. The boss is back tonight on SmackDown. That is the word going around the wrestling world. What's the latest on this, Jerry? Uh,
1: According to Mike Johnson at uh, PW Insider, multiple sources have confirmed that the boss is scheduled to return tonight on SmackDown on Fox, which is literally about 80 minutes from right here and Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, It has been a not confirmed but believe she's been away uh filming stuff uh for the mandalorian uh, uh as she's had a, a a ever-increasing role in in that uh, it's been confirmed that she's going to have an action figure made uh from that series as well so that i mean that'll uh, basically cement that uh she is going to be uh you know gonna be uh, a big part of that show going forward so that's probably why uh, uh she'd been away a little bit doing a little business and uh so she's advertised a dark match tonight um Bianca Belair is it a dark match uh yeah dark main event Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks but more than likely I'm going uh to assume we have really no true contender for for Bianca Belair right now at SummerSlam so let's just run back that Wrestlemania great match they had and and let's let's you know let's have part two and uh I, I assume that's probably what they're going to lead to starting tonight
0: it's gonna be a big response, you know. WWE's had these big, big pops when people come back. The past two weeks, we saw it that first week when they're back in front of live crowds—the proverbial reboot to live audiences. Uh, John Cena got a massive reaction. Finn Balor got a massive reaction. Uh, Sasha Banks gonna be a big uh, one. Has a I th- I would say continually underrated following. There are yeah. people that purely love her, just her. Um, her following with young women is massive. We gotta run in. We gotta run uh-oh. in. Oh my god, we gotta. We gotta pop. Wait, uh-oh. Uh, we gotta run in. Hang on, ah oh, man, the real boss is here. Watch
1: out, babe, dude, dude, Hit you, the babe. boss button. Hit the boss button. Hey
0: boss. Hello. Hey
2: boss. It's Rick. Hey,
0: Rick. hey boss man. I'm What's cashing in, on? We're cashing in money in the bank. Job. We didn't know you were gonna be here. Look at this guy. Uh, Yeah, uh-huh. we're, we're doing. We're doing the thing. We're reporting the thing that you told us to do. It's Friday. I mean, we're not slacking
2: because it's Friday and it's almost five o'clock. I'm just trying to guys. We're having fun. I yeah, I, rick I, having fun, I decided to hop on in why not awesome <laughs> uh rick Chipo rick
0: Cucino is with us uh he's been killing it recently uh interviewing basically everyone on the WWE
1: roster it feels like my week. Week. and yeah. uh also uh, uh also recovering from that v trigger he took from jeremy lambert that listen, son of a bitch all
2: right that, that, <laughs> that little fightful bastard has it coming all right uh-uh. so you know what, we're gonna be at the same show again very very oh. soon okay Ooh. trust me he's gonna Ooh. get his Ooh. he's gonna get his Ooh. so rick what
0: prompts your uh your surprise run in here on today's uh top story stream here you got so much going on you're so busy you're doing the smackdown recap later tonight with dutch mantel
2: yeah absolutely 1005. we we'll uh we'll be breaking it all down whatever goes down uh tonight on uh smackdown which i'm assuming is what you guys are talking about big mm-hmm. return uh room yep. for tonight i don't know if you guys have spoiled it yet literally yep. I, this was just on a whim like I'm, I'm actually was in Streamyard setting up smack talk and i'm like <laughs> Oh, see what these guys are talking about yeah, right. let's just pop
1: in you know yeah we uh yeah we just uh, basically gave the whole rundown uh why she was gone uh what may happen tonight with the dark main event and uh probably leading up to a title match at SummerSlam, a, a rematch of the wrestlemania are are kind of the uh probably the assumptions one would make on this
2: yeah i, I think that would be the way that they are going to go this one's pretty cut and dry uh we haven't seen sasha banks since literally the smackdown after wrestlemania and yeah. she was uh Clearly, not done with Bianca Belair when she left. So this seems to be pretty obvious. I mean, if you look at the rest of the the SmackDown landscape of the women's division right now, who you know who who else is gonna step up to Bianca Belair right now? Ooh. She's beaten Carmella handily uh, at both live events and the last two weeks. Uh, Bailey unfortunately is injured. You need somebody. They're talking about making SummerSlam huge. The only yeah. other option, the <laughs> only other option I could think about. is the one that i'm i'm praying for maybe Uh, could you imagine
1: could you imagine if they both come back tonight like the boss comes back to a pop, and before she can open her mouth, Becky Lynch's music hits. Could you I just imagine? WWE,
2: I don't know if WWE would want to do that because yeah. you Why would imagine want to do it. Could you imagine the ego trip to the, the ego hit to Sasha Banks that would be when her music hits and she gets a pretty decent pop? Oh and yeah, Becky's music hits and then De- Sasha gets but blown it, out well, of the it's arena. It's gonna Rick be deafening. Isn't yeah. that
0: the reason that you would want to do that? Make you her a heel. Yeah, because yeah. because then you have Sasha come out thinking that she's going to ruin Bianca's party, that she's going to take over the the spotlight in SmackDown, and here comes the man, <laughs> and and the man comes around, and it's just like you, bitch. Did yeah, you not just right. See what I did? Did you not? I I, I this is my title. To come back and get this is my world. You're supposed to be over on Raw. Don't you know you're playing like that type of thing? And the thing is, they've done Sasha and Becky before, but a completely different circumstance now. Fans want these characters that are electric but come off the screen to be combined together. Plus, you have Bianca as the X factor
1: in there as well. I think a triple yeah. threat
0: of all three of them is much more compelling than just doing a straight up rematch from WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. It- and then you could have, uh, you know, if you have, you could have Bianca uh, do the unthinkable and come out on top at SummerSlam. And then you just uh, instantly have that feud between Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch uh, while they get another contender for Bianca for the time being, you know. And it, it, with that, you know, her upstaging Sasha, that could start into a whole new feud with Bianca retaining after SummerSlam.
2: Yeah. Th- there's no question about that. And here's the thing if they did that triple threat and Bianca comes out on top, Bianca's mm-hmm. officially made Yeah, uh, at, at that point. I mean superstar yeah, right there. She's already yeah. beaten Bailey several times. She's already beaten Carmella several times. She's already uh, uh beaten Sasha Banks once. Uh if you if she beats becky lynch if she goes over think about this becky lynch has not lost a one-on-one match since the 2019 royal rumble now i know that you know she's had the big uh, maternity leave in there that that makes that stretch even more impressive but the fact from the royal rumble 2019 all the way until wrestlemania 36 she had not lost a singles match all of her losses were in were in tag team she lost uh clean excuse me she lost clean i'm talking about because she did lose uh uh, to Charlotte Flair at Money in the Bank with the SmackDown Women's Title on the line, and but we all know that Lacey got involved there, and there was there was a lot of extenuating circumstances there. But she hasn't lost clean in in two years, so that would definitely be putting Bianca over and saying, "Hey, look, you're you're it, you're our girl for for the stretch run here. We're making you the the top star." I would prefer not to rush into that match. I know you're trying to make SummerSlam like this year's WrestleMania. You want it as big as ever. My hope would be maybe you could just do. Becky and Sasha together at SummerSlam and then have somebody else get the spotlight with Bianca at, at, at SummerSlam and kind of build up somebody like a Liv Morgan who is completely yeah. over with the audience right now, who wasn't at SmackDown uh, last week, much to my chagrin when I was there in person, it was a great show needed more Liv Morgan. She has been getting hella great responses, but we haven't seen her since money in the bank. I'm hoping they got something for her tonight.
1: Yeah. I just don't think there's enough time to have a marquee, new contender for Bianca Bella at this point I think they almost have to plug in Sasha uh the, the Becky return thing is you know that's a pipe dream possibly but if you want to make it as big as possible for SummerSlam you got to do that but I kind of fully expected that we maybe don't see Sasha or we, or we don't see Becky Lynch until maybe after that women's title match uh on SummerSlam or the night the SmackDown after SummerSlam, uh, you know, we, they may hold off her until, until SummerSlam or after anyways.
0: So. Gentlemen, we have to bring this up. It looms over everything in the wrestling world for the last two weeks. Uh, as WWE ramped up their big return, AEW had their master plan come together. That's been in the works for quite some time. Daniel Bryan is reportedly signed with the company, though. He has not confirmed it near, neither has the company. They made heavy, 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 not nuanced teases. <laughs> that CM Punk has signed with the company on this week's SmackDown, including having Darby Allin say that he wants a piece of the best in the world at Rampage in Chicago, Illinois. Where I mean, CM Punk is from
2: guys. It's called the first dance, right? Yeah, yeah. It's called the first it, it, dance. It, Michael Jordan's last documentary was was called the the what the final dance, the last,
1: the last dance. dance,
2: the last dance. All right, and CM Punk tweeted out the Chicago Bulls intro music a few weeks ago. Yeah.
1: And MJF literally recited the opening of the pipe bomb before he announced Hoovey on Wednesday night. So you're
2: not selling 20,000 seats in Chicago, Illinois on a random rampage in August on SummerSlam weekend, by the way, and not having CM Punk show up.
1: Yeah, I said it on the show. I said it on Top Story yesterday. I go, you're not running a city that you're coming back to in two weeks just to run it. I mean, this was probably why the private jet thing happened is so they could get that quick deal done for the United Center. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's no other reason to... Run Chicago when you're going to run it for three days straight and two weeks after that. So yeah, yeah they're they're r-
2: going, CM Punk is going to be back. And the, the other news that broke uh, today, or at least is rumors, that Hangman Adam Page is not getting the AEW world title shot at yeah. in Chicago, which means you need somebody to step in there. Yeah, I don't think it's
1: going to be either one of those two, though. I think it will be. I think, I think it, it d- will be. And, and I think and it's going to be.
2: Sorry
0: if you're an AEW diehard and you feel like a WWE guy is coming in to, t- to steal the scene. But guess what? This is about upheaval. Uh, And this is about changing the market. And that's what AEW is trying to do here. They are trying to take the piss or at least cut the edge off of WWE having this big stadium show uh, Mm. that weekend in Las Vegas by doing as best they possibly can in a very big wrestling market that they're going to already run. You know, I I worry, when are they going to run this market again? You know what I mean? Because so so much in a short amount of time. CM Punk coming out there on the 20th uh, on television, no less, uh, is going to be a very, very big deal for this company and it's going to be a huge deal and everyone knows where it's going. They're going to move a lot of merchandise with it. I can tell you uh, from people I've already talked to uh, connected with the United Center, they moved around 12 to 13,000 tickets a day on a presale alone. Those tickets go on sale on Monday. This will sell out. That's 20. That's over 20,000 people for this. I I said this three weeks time with a three week announcement that's insane WWE would never do that in today's, today's setting
1: ever I, I said this on my podcast this week uh, I honestly don't think it's going to be Brian or Punk that face Omega at All Out I believe uh, wins, or the I believe Rampage is going to set up Darby Allin and CM Punk and that's actually going to probably close All Out and the world title match is going to happen sometime uh, maybe open the show it'd be interesting if they open the show but I don't think it's going to be Daniel Bryan uh, AEW is set up to where they're Top five is the one that gets a title shot. They don't just sure. have someone shoot in and get a world title shot. That, that, that ranking doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, and but, wins, go, but they, and they and go. They go ahead, Rick.
2: In AEW. Wins and yeah. losses actually do mean something. Like, yeah. and that's what I like so much about you know, hangman losing on Wednesday and them immediately saying, Well, hey, look, he lost. He's gonna fall out of that number one ranking, which means somebody else is gonna step in, which means Adam he, he's lost his title shot at least for now, which I think is kind of a smart move because it continues that story, this build that they've done so beautifully with building up hangman Adam Page, yeah. who is over AF yeah. uh, right now. Um I no, don't if it's, not, if it's not Punk or Brian, I, I just I don't know
1: I think it's gonna be Christian. I, they are, They had teased it when Christian debuted. Christian's in the top five right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be Christian and Omega at All Out. I,
2: I love Christian to death. I don't know if that creates as much pub as Omega and Hangman would.
1: Yeah, I think they're saving Omega. I think they're stretch now that they had them lose, which I mean that completely blew my mind. It blew everybody's mind. Everybody it even deflated the crowd after after the loss happened. But got it sounds like they're gonna extend that out to all, uh to to full gear now and uh have uh have that done at full gear, which you know is fine because it's a nice little swerve and they can continue this great story they've built between these two guys for going on a year now.
0: Uh, Swayze texting in with a super chat over on the YouTubes saying kids don't watch wrestling anymore. Check the demos. I think plenty of kids watch wrestling. They just don't watch it the same way they did. They watch it on YouTube. So if you talk about those demos, and everyone says that it's ridiculous. I think there's a much larger wrestling audience that just follows clips and will buy tickets yeah. and will buy tickets based on what they see in clips. And that sounds crazy to say, um, but the same way people follow YouTube and YouTube stars, I think they follow you. WWE content I, as well. You know what? Wrestling content in general
2: actually sitting in a wrestling audience for the first time, and I can't even remember last Friday, yep. was, was very interesting people studying. Like, studying who actually knew the product, who actually was <laughs> updating the storylines. There was, there was this sweet old lady who was sitting next to me who Had no idea who any of these people were, and every dropkick was dropping an f bomb and then apologizing for it. It was the greatest, it was the most best. Was, there's no way to describe it. It was a tremendous experience last Friday, but it is interesting to see how many people, you know, didn't really know a whole lot about the product. People will talk about, well, Tegan and Shotzi didn't get, or excuse me, uh, Tony Storm and um, who did she face? Uh, Zelina Vega didn't get a huge pop. There was a big portion of the audience who had no idea who they were, and that's mm. you know, what the casuals they they're going to pop for john cena they know who who he is but some of these other people who haven't been in front of a crowd yet uh on the main roster it's going to take a while for them to to get built up with the casual audience but it was very interesting people studying last friday in cleveland for sure it is
0: such a, a very interesting time right now in the business a lot of things in flux uh you know some things will go up some things will go down some people thought that nxt has gone down even though it's gotten it's it's really Developed a bigger audience, I think, on Tuesday nights. It's just yeah. figured out a good slot there. I think it'll, they have, there's some big things down the line for them. Samoa Joe wrestling again is really cool. Uh, but the NXT click of WWE within that system is baffled by the recent raw booking of their champion, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross debuts a few weeks ago, loses out of nowhere in two minutes, not a clean victory, but loses a pinfall victory, a flash victory to Jeff Hardy, who hasn't won a match in months on WWE television. And then Jeff Hardy gets COVID. The storyline's off. Uh, And now everyone's kind of baffled. What are you doing with him? He beat Keith Lee this past week, which was definitive. That's a guy he's had matches with before. I actually thought they had a very, very good match. They did. They did. Mm -hmm. That was good. So, uh, Jeremy, what is the story here? What is the war Mm -hmm. going on in NXT right now?
1: Uh, According to uh, Fightful Select, uh, they have uh, mentioned that uh, several talent in the w in nxt as well as staff members are just in shock and very frustrated uh at the loss that he took to jeff hardy also it was rumored i believe fightful selected also put this out uh before jeff hardy came down with covid uh cross was scheduled to lose again to uh jeff hardy which is even more baffling considering uh you know basically uh, they they put it they put it the best after takeover cross beat the Mount Rushmore of NXT with the guys that were in that fatal five way and so it's basically a slap in the face to the talent a slap okay. in the face to creative and NXT the way they're portraying him now if the reports are true of why they were doing this and leading it up to reuniting him with Scarlett maybe that would have been a good story I don't know but now it's even weirder because he gets the win over Keith Lee uh, uh, again Keith Lee a guy that really didn't need a loss either i was baffled that they put those two guys together because neither one of those guys could have really stood a loss right now at this point um that's the only saving grace is there could have been a story out of it that it reunites him with scarlet and turns him into this unstoppable monster but it does really slap nxt in the face in my opinion and uh you know and and, and a lot of a lot of talent and uh staff at nxt share the share the same uh same sentiment Ridiculous.
2: if there if there was any doubt that uh, wwe main roster doesn't hold a whole lot of water when it comes to nxt history uh it's gone now uh it, it's, yeah i mean they this was a match that could have headlined a pay-per-view i mean this is this is keith lee carrying cross this is a match with history this is you yeah. know keith lee's last match in nxt you know carrying cross beat him but he separated his shoulder and then he had to relate there's a lot of history between these two this is a match that built properly could have happened months down the line could have been a major WrestleMania match. I believe that much in both of these talents. And then they decided to just throw it away on a random Monday as a fill-in because Jeff Hardy came down with COVID-19. So they couldn't continue this storyline. So, okay, you're building this storyline to bring in, to bring in Scarlett. Okay, fine. It's dumb, but okay. Yeah. Then just continue it with Keith Lee. Why, why can Karrion Cross beat Keith Lee, but not, beat jeff hardy like just, just have yeah. win. just have if, if that's the story you're trying to tell why why abort it yeah and, and i don't know easily win
1: yeah i don't know why you couldn't commit to just having him still be on that losing streak because everything they're doing with cross right now on raw is is just terrible they're stripped they stripped away his great entrance i mean his entrance was one of the better entrances in professional wrestling they you know they stripped away his uh you know his connection with scarlet and just brought him out there with you know nothing really uh, everything that every all the mystique that he had all the power that he had you know losing in three minutes it just all the whole package was just just kind of wiped away from what he has built in nxt
0: uh, we are. We have Hivation texting. You're saying that the, the, they buried. They buried them. The, the NXT is buried. They're buried, even though WWE owns them and they're on uh, national television. They are buried. They're so buried, well, uh, guys. Do they mean as much as they once did? Uh, no, but I always think there's time to bounce back. I think when was... people write things off in wrestling. It's always such a short reactionary. I I don't thing.
2: use I don't use that term lightly. It's buried. such an
0: abused word in wrestling. It, it, it is. Yeah.
2: Uh they're, they're, there's a tiny bit of, of, of merit to those feelings. I can understand people getting those feelings. Even right after Karrion Cross lost for the first time. Like they spent months in NXT building up this guy as this unstoppable monster. Who who's going to be able to step up to him? They're building to this big matchup with Samoa Joe, where finally this is the guy that's finally going to take him down. And then weeks before that happens, while he's still the NXT world champion. Yeah, they have him about the Jeff Hardy who was losing to Veer and Shanky and and guys on,
1: on main event
2: on main event just weeks prior to this. This isn't WWE champion Jeff Hardy from 2008. This is no. This is a shell of himself as far as booking is concerned. Jeff Hardy and they put him over carrying Cross like it was absolutely nothing. If you're gonna do this story, if you're gonna do this story where Cross uh has like. I don't know, like like that highly touted AAA rookie who comes up to the major leagues and, and strikes out ten times in his first twelve at bats, right? Like you're gonna play that story where he's struggling in the major leagues. Wait until he's no longer the NXT world freaking champion.
1: That too. I mean, and then, I, and,
2: then, and then move on with that.
1: I mean, it. I'll say, i say I would like to say it killed the steam out of the whole Joe story, but at least what they did, uh, you know, what they did in the follow up, they kept him out of the crowd. Uh, he, he he then up the ante by taking out regal at least on the nxt side of things they kept the steam out of it i know they had to reshoot some things because they they were hardy chance i mean i would i mean i would be chanting that too if uh you know with my frustration with the booking i mean for for christ's sake i figured of all the guys to be don't bring the lord's name in vain well okay uh (laughs) jesus uh but uh (laughs) I mean, the way they were building him up, you were gonna think that you know, with all all the rumors that he was in the dark matches, so he's coming up to the main roster very soon. You'd figure this is the guy that could take down Roman Reigns, even <laughs> you know, and well, now he can't even take down Jeff Hardy. So uh,
2: while I mean, we're here, I thought we... the same thing about Keith Lee. I was I was thinking, oh, yeah. okay, he's stepping up to Bobby Lashley. He's gonna be a... this could be something really really cool. Instead, yeah. he loses to Lashley, and now we're 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 getting Bill Goldberg in another. Yeah. World, world title match
1: and damn
0: Cubs, uh, we, we damn uh, my, Cubs. Michael is texting here so he's buried the Chicago Cubs are buried in Major League Baseball. <laughs> big, I would say, uh I would say, go ahead Cubs and bury fan. him. Go ahead and. Bury oh, him. you're a Sox fan. Uh, oh. I can tell I can tell. You, I go ahead and bury him because uh, the number one team in baseball is the Chicago White Sox. You Southside baby
1: South side. Oh, Rick's going a... to get a hat now. You <laughs> son of a. <laughs>
2: bitch. As a uh, as a diehard Cincinnati Reds fan, uh, f the Cubs. Amen. Screw you both. Screw you both. Rizzo is gone.
0: Anthony Rizzo left you for New
2: York City. Anthony Rizzo's (laughs) gone. Javier Baez is gone. Selling Uh, off the team, man. It sucks. Bryant is gone.
1: On the bright side, it sounds like both Bryant and Baez may sign back with the Cubs in the offseason. Yeah, there's
0: always a possibility.
1: But Rizzo to the Yankees hurt. That one hurt. Rizzo Uh, to the Yankees
0: uh yeah so uh gotta got love it here people saying love the podcast thank you so much for supporting the channel uh people yelling about baseball in the chat if you got some questions before we uh, sign off here go ahead and shoot those let's officers. go
1: let's go expos uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh I'm, I'm trying to get to a question here from uh dro uh who, who told us uh this one i love this one we kind of presented this earlier uh could we see something similar when the undertaker kind of cut off uh roman's steam uh, yeah. bianca does this promo lights are out and then sasha's in the ring rest in peace to bianca and they can do an undertaker move kind of like lights out how, how do you do this return for bianca belair do you have her cut off you do the attack i mean do you do something different out of the box
2: what, what do they do tonight I, I i think this is very meat and potatoes i mm. i really do i think it's uh Bianca comes out, she starts cutting her babyface promo and then you you just hit the boss's music. There's I mean I don't I don't really know off the top of my head. I don't know really how else you you can do this. They haven't announced a match for Bianca. I don't know. Maybe ooh. Maybe Sasha could come down and then You could continue the storyline from what we've seen out of Liv Morgan the last few weeks, uh, leading up to Money in the Bank, where she says, hey, look, why do you deserve this opportunity? I've been on a great streak. Um, Yeah. And then you could get a match tonight, actually do a number one contenders match between Sasha Banks and, and Liv Morgan tonight. And um, I, I would bet, you know, a million dollars that that Sasha Banks would win that match. Yeah, but you could at least still uh, showcase Lib Morgan tonight and uh, and we can get a hell of a women's match out of it as well. But uh, I think this is going to be pretty neat. I, I can't wait for
1: I, I, I can't wait for Pat McAfee to jump on Michael Cole and, and beat him to the it's boss timeline because, you know, Pat's been dying to yell it.
0: Oh yeah, Pat, Pat's absolutely going to steal that line from Michael Cole, man. Sure.
1: And speaking but, of Pat McAfee, yeah, I mean, just the great job he's doing. I mean, you see the you see the comments recently from Michael Cole basically saying that Pat McAfee has revitalized his career. That's how much Pat has meant to the SmackDown brand right now. And I, I mean, the dude was amazing when he was in NXT, just coming off of not even wrestling. And now look what he's doing in the commentary. Man's I amazing.
2: Have, I have never in my life heard a louder pop for a commentary <laughs> introduction at a live event than what Pat McAfee does already right, really kinda, following dude he, he's, he's, coming down, follow he's coming down to seven nation army the whole crowd is you know singing along with the music he's dancing he's jumping up on the table they're having him do his own segment now in tw- in between commercial breaks a minute what with really? they
0: have him do between commercial breaks I didn't know that
2: yeah so he hopped up on the announcer's table and you know it's basically a minute with Pat McAfee now I, I'm not exactly sure what it is he was supposed to be doing because this past uh, Friday he he just basically hopped on the mic and told everybody to keep giving it up for Big E and Big E was running around the ring and this that and the other thing uh cuz last Friday was really weird uh cuz you guys weren't seeing the same things that obviously we were seeing uh in Cleveland so the, yeah. it, it was just kind of an in between the the commercial breaks kind of a thing where he just hops on the mic and just hypes up the crowd yeah. and he does a oh, damn good job at it yeah he yeah. is over massively i don't think i've ever seen a commentator be as over as pat mcafee is right now i mean he does a good job
1: absolutely yeah, great job. i mean he did an amazing job with adam cole and that feud and then just to come over into commentary and just knock that out of the park man he's just a a true talent and uh good that he's uh in the brand man for the brand
0: uh, want to get this question out before we wrap up here in a second once again after smackdown rick uchino will be live with dush mantel kenny bolin and the whole crew all right that'll be live here on facebook youtube kenny bolin's man. Kenny Bowen's back. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh He's coming for you. I want to give this question. Prateek who's with us all the time. If you guys have a couple of questions, fly them off to us here. Uh, Hey, CM Punk returned in AEW. Will people watch wrestling? Will it get a bigger audience? Uh, AEW has already, I think recouped whatever lost audience they had from all those preemptions that they had in the late spring, which I thought would take them a while to get back to. And they were back to it within two or three weeks. Uh, now they're doing one3s point threes. They're within they're within shooting distance of uh, some WWE programming. Right
1: Did you now. hear those chants when Shivani announced the first dance? Did you hear those chants? They were CM Punk chants. I mean, it's all
0: but expected at this point. This is at first it was there was some debate. CM Punk comes back to AEW. How much does he pop the rating? Uh, is he the guy that can make that Friday night show where they're on after SmackDown at you know ten in the East Coast nine Central? Is he a guy who can move the needle? And also, we you and I have debated this, Jeremy. Do you say he's coming back? Do you do you want it clear to a WWE fan who's on the coast, or do you want them tuning in for the uh, anticipation factor of, ah, I was right, I was right, I knew they were going to happen, but you know it's tease. I-, I say they go with the tease. They know fans are smart enough to spread the word.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, it'd be cool to announce it ahead of time, and, and you get that instant pop for the ratings, but I think you're going to get that pop anyways because everybody's expecting it. So I don't think you really need to announce it ahead of time.
2: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. they, they pretty much already have. Like they've been. <laughs> they, they, Wednesday they, was an indicator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah I, I, what else do you want to do besides hold up a giant sign or just have C- The next best thing is literally just putting up that, you know, shut up, Dale. The next ah! thing that you could do is just hold up and put up that graphic that says CM Punk is all elite. Um, look, here, here's the bottom line. If CM Punk shows up in Chicago on Rampage on August 20th, that is going to be the biggest story in the wrestling world. For the entire weekend. There's nothing w- i could be wrong, but there is nothing WWE can do that is going to top yeah. that story. CM Punk making his long return to professional wrestling ring after seven years gone. I, there's one, there's one I know there's one. I know WWE is is not as worried. We heard about this on the conference call, <laughs> whether we believe that or not. They're not worried about CM Punk. I'm telling you, they should be worried about CM Punk, at least initially, because he hasn't been in a wrestling ring in seven years. Let's see what he still has. I'm sure he he's in great shape I'm sure he's still hell good on the mic he's gonna be able to he's only 40 he's only 42 so yeah I I know only the wwe Champions 45 right now so I mean yeah 42 is the new 30. uh so let's uh I hope it is <laughs> is uh is raw Chicago this Monday
0: that is this Monday night that is the <laughs> night after that's getting hijacked
1: day. isn't it it's getting oh, hijacked
2: you can't stop
0: him I wonder what the crowd is gonna be like for that show also oh, that yeah, show yeah, sold yeah. a healthy amount of tickets it shows almost all but sold out right now too you going Kev, I don't have tickets, but I'm going to get them. I did get tickets for Rampage. Uh, I, I <laughs> usually get, I usually get free tickets for WWE shows through context I have Aye. in the city, so I wait to buy tickets for those until if, if if those free tickets don't produce themselves, I buy day of, and I usually get a nice little. Also, the Allstate Arena is a, a very nice venue if you go to it anywhere you are, even if you're in a fairly cheap, what they call a cheap seat you have a great view of everything and it's a very comfortable arena to get in and out of that's another reason why people love it it sounds really good it's a great arena uh united center is a big building that AEW is running that's that's they're going to sell 20,000 seats for that that's yeah. an impressive feat for them uh chicago center of the wrestling world the next few weeks so it's very interesting uh, a lot of indie shows going to run as well they are going to be uh compelling if you're a fan of the indie indie street here If you come through the Midwest, let me know. Hit me up on the social media. I want to have a beer with people, especially people that follow the show. Uh, Rick, they can follow you on the Twitter machine. Where do they go?
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. At uh, Ricky Uchino, when you asked why I hopped in here, it's because I got a lot of things to, to plug. So let me get some cheap plugs out get of the way. Get your plugs in, game. buddy. Yes. So if you go to the Sports Kita Wrestling YouTube channel right now, I have conversations, recent conversations up there right now with Nikki, ASH, Carmella, Big E, Dolph Ziggler, and two, count them two, uh, with Natalia. Also, earlier today, uh, not Sports Kita affiliated, but did sit down uh with john moxley from aew for a a cincinnati centric interview because john moxley is coming to cincinnati aew first show his hometown bringing it to fifth third arena the home of the uc bearcats uh on september 8th so that is the first dynamite right after all out and um let's just say mr moxley uh was uh not hmm. muzzled uh Color- today he was colorful very- colorful very colorful uh, might have were, li- were you on live were you live on air with this yeah. or was it taped it was live on the air on ESPN <laughs> 30 may have dropped an f bomb uh may have told an entire arena to blow him uh may <laughs> may have said a few other uh, colorful things uh on the air today uh weighed in on the uh, on Nick Gage and Domino's i mean seriously he went off Uh, today it was uh, hilarious (laughs) all you could do was sit in awe if you go to ESPN1530.com and uh, go to the podcast section and go to Cincy 360 today's episode go about 50 minutes in uh yeah it's it's definitely worth a listen and he did promise he would not uh reveal anything but he did promise some massive massive things are going to happen on that dynamite in Cincinnati on September the 8th so I can't wait to be in person for that one personally are we lost to the mid card Jeremy still
1: Oh, we are. We are. We dropped an episode uh, yesterday. We talk about uh, the tremendous GCW homecoming pay-per-view where Matt Cardona became world champion against Nick Gage. Tremendous match that they had. Their whole card was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Of course, we also talked about Dynamite, talked about Punk and Bryan. Uh, we talk about everything. We talk all wrestling, uh, raw, SmackDown, NXT as well. Every Thursday afternoon, litmcpodcast.com. Or you can go to Facebook.com/slash lost in the mid-card. Or uh, you can just follow me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. I got the uh the the stuff on my uh, pin tweet there.
2: Oh uh, by the he, way, I have I have one more thing, by the way. Oh God, come well, on, Rick. One more you thing just, I forgot.
0: You ran to the show. You threw Plug. a whole rundown off. All right.
2: Uh if He's you would, lying. Like, if you would like to see me make my professional wrestling debut. Oh,
0: good for, okay. All right. This is worth that,
2: it. That's <laughs> That is coming up this Sunday. Uh, my first ever match. I've been training for about a year now. My first ever match is coming up on Sunday. You can watch it for free on YouTube. Uh, just uh, follow me on Twitter at Rick Uchino, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O, and uh, that link will get uh, put out on uh, Sunday. All right, afternoon. so Rick,
0: who are you beating down on this this big debut of yours? Uh,
2: his name is Len Efron, and uh, he is going to quit professional wrestling after I'm uh, done kicking his ass on Sunday.
0: Oh. So, yeah. Shots fired. For for a debut in wrestling, you have... Uh... Strong game there, Utah. I,
2: I'm I'm confident. You know, I I got him by about 50 pounds. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm going to be able to ground him and uh, just beat him down. It's going to be a good all time. All right. Well, well, no matter what, I
0: want to see what this area looks like when you run the ropes.
2: <laughs> run the ropes. Yeah. I want to I want to see I want to see
0: the rope burn. First
2: off, nobody wants to see this area on me. Okay? <laughs> nobody does. Not even my wife. All right. Nobody wants to see that.
0: You got the uh, you got the ring gear picked out. You got you got uh, the, a a choice yeah. ring gear.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the ring gear yeah oh like a, come on like now. A full body suit all right i i wrestle fully clothed all right there's no leotards there's no all right
0: scuba gear ricuccino will be no, making his Scooby wrestling Steve. He, he, he's not wrestling Scooby Steve, Scooby he's, Rick.
1: <laughs> he's not wrestling in a speedo kids Hell
2: no. So there's another reason to tune in and watch. <laughs> uh
0: all right. Thank you guys so much. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at KevCalm. I'm on the radio, the links to where you can listen to me on rock radio uh with 1049 the X and 977QLZ anywhere in the world. Uh stream it five days a week. Also, get our podcast. Uh, we're dropping a bunch of our shows you like this on our podcast feed as well. Uh, you guys have been so supportive. We're making some great strides. We are within uh, almost about 1,100 subscribers of our YouTube goal for the summer. So we're very, very thankful of that. Are we the biggest? No. Are we going to say we're the biggest? No. But do we want to be the best for you that spend your time with us? Yes. That is what we're trying to do. We're trying to make you guys happy and enjoy the old virtual couch that we've made for you. Jump on the old virtual couch. All right. love
2: us in the Philippines.
0: They they do. Uh, (laughs) Australia, Ireland. You might be royalty. You might be royalty by now. Uh, And we're on the podcast charts over there, too. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, I'll take it, man. As I mentioned, I love playing the small territories, dude. Cyprus. I think we could take Cyprus. All right. I think we can do it. Madagascar. Madagascar. All right. Let's go to small territories. Caribbeans. We'll pick them off. You know, Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Enjoy wrestling as always. It's the most important thing. I just uh, buried my lead here to get out. But we have a lot to talk about. You guys have uh, SmackDown to cover. That'll be up later on tonight. Thank you for watching the show. Thank you for listening on demand. Wherever you are, stay safe. Mask up. Get your vaccination. All right? All right? We want to keep the wrestling flow going. All right? And we got to do that by everyone participating and being a part of one united cause. And that is uh, picking this old nasty virus giant up. All right? Picking it up. All right? With the power of humanity. All right? And we're picking it up. We're, we're masked. We're not breathing. We're, you know. And then we slam it down, all right? And the virus is going to sell, all right? It's not going to no-sell this thing. We're going to put this thing down, all right? This ain't kick it out on two, all right? No foot on the ropes, coronavirus, all right? You're out of here. Goodbye. Gone. Buried. You want to bury something? We're burying this, this virus this year. That's the plan, all right? We're going to be back. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for supporting the stream. Remember. <laughs>
2: <know> you <laughs> just, just got, got a heel promo on the coronavirus.
1: I did. I got a heel
0: promo on it. You're gone. You're done. <laughs> You're out of the territory, brother. <laughs>
2: this show has officially jumped the shark. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, consider me Jaws. Enjoy wrestling, everybody. See ya. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. <laughs> bye.